What do you do when your floor is dropping out from under you? Freezing pipes? In this heat wave? What's that all about? And what do you do about a slight slope when you're trying to build a level house? All these questions and more on the super podcast of Texas Home Improvement. Here's Jim Dutton. David and Irving, how can I help you? Oh, yes, sir, Jim. Uh, I, got a, I got a house I added on to about 2009, and uh, it's clear span. Uh, it's 22 by 42, and uh, I've got clear span trusses. And I built uh, some bedrooms and a hallway uh, in that area, and I'm having trouble uh, where the hallway is. The, it, the floor has dropped down. Now, last summer, I, I oh, about two years ago, I put that uh, watering system in with the, not the soaker hoses, but the uh, irrigation tubing. Yeah, the drip irrigation. Last summer, we had that drought. It, it, it was all the way up high. In October, when the rain started, it, it dropped down about a three-quarters of an inch. Now it's pushed off. I kept watering the whole time, about 30 minutes a day. And now it's all the way up with the drought again. But I'm, I'm continuing to water. But what do I need to do? Do I need to put uh, spread footings? Because they're piers. It's a pyramid beam house, and uh, the pier's only about three foot deep. But it get past the city inspection. But now it's pushed all the way up, so I don't know what to how to how to keep it from dropping down again later if it starts raining. Yeah, because it's it sounds like what's happening is probably not the middle going up and down; it's the outside going up and down. Oh really? Yeah, yeah uh, because typically in a drought, it would drop. Uh, as the yeah. soils dry out, and so I, I'm thinking that's what's happening is your perimeter is dropping. Um, well, the perimeter is is I put a I poured a two foot by one foot uh, beam, and it's got three rows of, of, of half inch uh, st- uh, rebar in it. Yep, it's really solid, but it's dropped. But the soil under it is is not, oh. and so as the soils dry out and shrink that's when it's yeah. coming down when it starts raining and the soils get wet and expand it's going up uh the fact that it's still going back up for you means you maybe need to be watering a little more often how how much are you watering right now uh, i do 30 minutes a day and it's all okay. pushed all the way up well, you know and it's, and it was last summer too and then when it started raining in october it dropped down. I thought, well, I got it too wet. I had it too wet while I was watering in the in the rains. Made it sink because I heard you say about it, it could sink. So I right. thought, well, it probably never come back up. But it's come all the way back up again. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it it sounds like what it's doing is just the opposite of what's normal. So, w- when when did you build it? Uh, Two thousand nine. And I've uh, had trouble with it. I've had this trouble on and off. Yep. The whole time. Well, it took about three years, and then, this, then it dropped. And then, you know, I've kind of, it's kind of been up and down. I started watering with soaker hoses, and then then I took those out, and I did the irrigation tubing, like you said, yep. and that's what I've got now. Yeah. So I, I think what's what's happening is when you built it was probably in a time of year uh, where the soils weren't expanded all the way. Yeah. And so it's doing the opposite of what n- normally happens. Right. Was any trees taken out or anything when this was built on? No, sir. Okay. I mean, I, 
if I'd have done it again, because I learned from you about getting a soil sample, I'd have done all that. But I, in 09, I didn't know anything about that. I just well, even though I can't have everybody doing that because you know I I make a living doing foundation repair. Oh, <laughs> I'm teasing you. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The soils report probably would have saved you a lot of this hassle. Look, David, have call my office okay. at nine seven two. Four zero six zero nine one two. Okay. And schedule for one of the guys to come out and look at it, and uh, okay. they'll be able to look and see what's going on and go through the cycles with you. And then uh, you know, a lot of times what'll happen is if if they get a little confused while they're there, they'll call me and I'm able to hook in with stuff like uh, FaceTime and, and look at the project. And in some cases, I end up coming out, but most of the time, I can look at it over the the phones and, and tablets and stuff via FaceTime oh. and be able to figure out what's going on, with, and the guys can uh, then help you out and get you set up with a, with a maintenance plan that'll eliminate this problem for you. Oh, so you think, well, you think I'd have to put more peers or just more, the watering be different or... Um, actually, I'm I'm almost thinking that uh, if we change your watering program a little bit, we may solve this problem. Okay. 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 I think I appreciate it, sir. You bet. You take care. All right. Bye. Bye. Again, our number one eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. That's one eight hundred two eight eight. Nine two two seven, and and don't get me wrong, I I do believe in putting in putting in peers, but when you can do it with preventative maintenance, why not? It, it's a lot less expensive. Um, you don't have to disclose anything. Like when you go to sell a house, you didn't have foundation repair done, so you don't have to be saying you had foundation repair done. You you you've got the house on a preventative maintenance program. And that goes a long ways for keeping the house looking good. And, you know, a lot of times I hear from people, well, my house is 15 years old and we've never had any issues. I don't I don't think at this point we will. Most homes don't notice the problem until they're 15, I'm sorry, until they're 18 to 20 years old. That's when most people start noticing a foundation movement issue. And typically... It's because of the beautiful trees that they have to put in when they build new houses. You know, most most uh, municipalities and even FHA used to require two trees in the front yard when the house is built. And as those trees would grow, they start taking more moisture. And it's around that 18 to 20 year mark that they're taking enough moisture out of the soil that they start causing a foundation problem. And so that's that's where a lot of times we have our, our foundation issues. And if you do take care of it when you first start seeing the issue, root barriers, watering, things like that will fix the problem and you don't need peers. It's when you wait that you end up needing peers and it becomes very expensive. Rick, how can I help you? Good afternoon, Jim. I thought I'd get out of this heat and get into some freezing questions there you go um i have uh, my wife and i bought a house last november and then in the freeze in uh, january we had some pipes freeze behind 
the bathroom, one of the bathroom walls. And I don't know, never had this experience before, so I don't know how hard it would be to try to get some insulation in there so it doesn't happen this winter. Is that one of the outside walls? It is. Okay. You know, I've got a wall like that in my own house. Um, And I've got uh, USA insulation coming out to inject foam into the wall because that'll encapsulate that pipe in foam and so I don't have to worry about it freezing again. And, and it happens to be on the wall that's facing north. Uh, and, and that's typically the ones that we got to worry about a little bit. Uh, and what happens when they're building, you know, they run the pipes, then the insulation goes in afterwards. And if they don't get the insulation around the pipe, you know, they just shove the insulation in from one side. Well, the pipe is exposed to that cold air and that's when it'll freeze. So one of your options would be to just have USA insulation come out. And like I said, they can inject non-expansive foam in there. It'll encapsulate the pipe and take care of the problem for you. Really, the only other thing you can do is you have to open up the wall and put insulation around the pipe. Well, yeah, not, not interested in doing that. Yeah, exactly. So the the problem... Obviously, the problem is in the wall going down to the sinks and and uh, not in the attic. So, just probably not in the attic. I uh, know it's unless your house is odd for uh, North Texas. Our plumbing is typically under the slab. Now, in the Houston area, your plumbing is overhead, but here in North Texas and San Antonio and really everywhere else in Texas, it it's under the slab and up from the slab up in the walls then to the pipe to the uh, fixtures i didn't know that all right well that sounds like uh sounds like the answer that i need to follow through with all right yeah give usa insulation a holler thank you very much jim have a good day you as well thank you sir yeah in fact uh usa insulation i'll tell you what i'll give everybody the phone number it is 214-556-8888 Two five, Mike and Irving. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Thanks, Jim. It's a pleasure to get to speak to you. Oh, thank you, sir. I, I'm, I'm glad you called in. Got a just a quick one for you. I've got a, a home built from 1968 slab of home, and the front living room is sunk down about six and a half inches. Uh huh. And it's a 15 by 12 room. And I was wanting to build it up level. But I was afraid having concrete poured that weight, what that would do to the foundation, or if I should wooden frame and fill it in. Fill it in with concrete. That's not going to hurt it? Nah. Uh, I, I, the, the one I was just talking about at my house that I'm going to fill in. Made, that's what it, made me think about calling because I heard you. It's, yeah, it's 12 inches. Oh, wow. And I'm going to just fill it in. Uh, understand when, when you... Uh, fill it in you're you're spreading the weight out over the whole area so it's not like it's point loading it anywhere and it really won't be an issue for you at all um at at the most if you wanted to do something because you're worried about the weight use lightweight concrete and all that means is they've mixed air into the concrete oh okay you really don't have to worry about it yeah i was just worried because it's on the corner of the house yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, I appreciate that. You bet. You take care. You too. 
Bye. Bye. The soil swells at 26 pounds per square inch when it gets wet and expands. That's how much lifting force it has. Doesn't sound like a lot, does it? Multiply that now by 144 because that's how many cubic inches are in a square foot. And, you know, now you're starting to get the idea uh, of, of what you got. I mean, 144 times 26, that's 3,744 pounds of lifting force per square foot, per cubic foot, rather. Uh, now, our top five to seven foot of soil is what expands and contracts with the moisture changes. So let's just say it's in the top five foot. So that's now a lifting force of 18,720 pounds for every square foot of that foundation. Your, your concrete, it doesn't even weigh a fraction of that. Uh, so yeah, you've got nothing to worry about on it. Mark, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. How can I help you? Well, uh, hello. Yes, I'm building a house over here in East Texas. And uh, the grade is uh, just a slight slope. From one side of the house, it's uh, at grade. And then the other side is like at four feet uh, off a of grade. Okay. And I wanted to build the uh, <clears throat> farmhouse style where it has a large front porch that's raised and I uh, have a nice brick surround with a couple of steps up front, but my builder uh, seems to not want to put a foundation wall around that area. He just wants to put a flat slab on a five-foot raised um, uh, with the new dirt on it. And from what so I want understand, to put, a, put a, uh, the perimeter beam, uh, but uh, and just backfill inside the forms with dirt. Well, that's what I want. Okay. That's correct. And it, it, to me, it, he's trying to say that uh, they're just going to live it completely flat and then just put the slab uh, on top of that, and that's it. So I, am I wrong about thinking about the beam and how they fill that back in? No, it's it's got to have that. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. They're wanting to just cut the whole um, – um, land area just flat and then build on the flat area i just oh they're wanting to raise the raise the soil with fill and then build on top of that correct and how no. and he's and I, i'm wanting the beam so that i could have the raised front porch off sure. the grade and then in the back where it's even with the grade uh that that's our driveway okay uh, the garage area and uh, so I need to tell him that I need the beam. Is that would that be correct? Absolutely. I, yeah. I, now, I, I if, told him about if, that, and he goes, "Oh, they build those in Austin." And, well, guess what? Uh, He's building on soils that are shaped like Austin. <laughs> right. Well, it's a uh, clay soil, and everybody out there claims it's black land, but it's this section happens to be just clay. Yeah. And just north of town, there it's sand, and then. Uh, west of there is that Blackland Prairie. Yep. And it's pretty sturdy dirt. Well, it, the wanna, problem is wanna... if, if all they do is put the fill and then put a, a foundation on top of it, it's going to settle. I mean, you can do it that way, but then you've got to put drilled piers in the ground 
right. down into the undisturbed soil. We're yeah, they want to take through. almost uh, five foot off of that to try and make it flat. Yeah, don't don't do that. Uh, and and if you take that much soil off of one side and move it to the other, what happens is the side that's cut swells, and right. it typically swells long after your foundation is put there, and you still end up with a foundation problem. I get to fix these problems all the time, and what you're wanting to do as far as build the the beam and stuff is absolutely the way to do it now it costs a little more to build the foundation that way but if you take the same money that they're going to put into doing all that dirt work that's right you can you can get it done and you get the architecture look like you were just talking about i mean it, it yeah don't don't if he don't want to do it get a different builder okay yeah we're kind of committed to him uh, just uh, yesterday and uh but but still i cannot get my message through to him on how uh we want the front to be higher than uh the porch of course the whole house is flat sure or to be overlooking uh, uh like two three feet off a of grade yep and fortunately we have enough place to put the extra dirt and they want to move in like twenty five thousand dollars just uh fill dirt no uh, no yeah, no, use put, that specialty dirt. Yeah, put put that beam in there and and raise it up. Have those nice stairs going up into that uh, porch you're talking about. It, that's that's right. That's what you wanted. Yep. Yeah, I got to convince him on that that we want the beam around there like that. Ask me if he's I, ever seen. Ask me if he's ever seen Gone with the Wind. You 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 oh. you, you, you you want a plantation style with the with the grand yeah. entry. <laughs> Well, uh, there is some over there in these texts we've uh, uh, referred him to. I think I need to have a better picture and point things out on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just don't want to be, like, wrong and uh, and have him just put that down and say, okay, whatever. And, uh, you know, I want to – we're bid, bidding, uh, paying plenty for this house. So I want to make sure it looks good. Yep. Well, otherwise you'll be paying plenty to me to fix it later. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we want it done right first time. Yep. All right. Ta- well, thanks, You man. take care, Mark. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Again, our number, 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. Let's head into Fort Worth. And, Tony, you having a good day today? So far, yes. I mean, it's good to talk to you again. Well, how can I help you today? Well, I've got a pair and beam house. It's um, 70 years old, and it's had an addition put on the back uh, that's on slab. No problem with the slab. It's doing fine. But the pair and beam house, um, first of all, the house is built on a it's a rocky hill, very rocky hill. Okay. Yeah. So um, when we... Um, my my interior doors are all sticking. The center pier, I don't know about. Right. Uh, I haven't been under the house in probably three years. And uh, can the center pier sink? Oh, and absolutely. And everything else stay, yeah, everything else stay, stay stable? Yep. Okay. So 
do we need on a parent beam house do we need to irrigate the outside do we need to water it yes oh okay even on a very very rocky hill if your rocky hill has expansive clays mixed in with it yes it does not yeah and that's what i was just saying now there's some parts of Fort Worth where they have nothing mixed in with it. it there's The houses are literally built on a rock shelf. And if yep. you're in that area, watering's going to do nothing. Okay. But why is the center of the house sinking down if all my doors are sticking? It It, it may not be. Uh, is it a is it a pier that might be decaying? A pier decaying. It could be actually the beam that's on top of the pier decaying. You know, there's a lot of other things that could cause it to move like that as well. Okay. Okay. Well, I I do kind of like it because sometimes my wife gets stuck in the bedroom and someone's got to get her out. <laughs> Well, it gives you time to go someplace and say, honey, I'm going to yeah. get help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be back in uh, two or three hours. Yeah. So, yeah. So, How's the couch okay. that night? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I know the couch well. Um, <laughs> so what do I do about this? Do some more investigating? If you want to have one of my guys come by and look at it, I mean, it doesn't cost anything to get it looked at. Uh and then, then you got some, some thought as far as uh, what you need to do with it. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that answers my questions there. Okay, okay. Would you like to buy a dog? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, Jim. All righty. You take care. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, I mean, I've had dogs and rabbits and horses and cows and pigs the whole nine yards. I have absolutely no pets right now. I'm going to keep it that way. I tra- I travel way too much to be having animals to, to take care of uh, at this point in my life. We're going to jump back into an email question here. This comes from David in Tomball, and he says, A month ago, we had a new air conditioner system installed. One vent some insulation came out installer said that's normal he said it'll stop so now when we have strong winds we still get insulation coming out not as much but still coming out of that one vent why would insulation keep coming out thanks either they got a lot of insulation in there or the ductwork has a hole in it somewhere and I'm betting the ductwork has a hole in it somewhere. Uh, it could be just like where a joint is, especially onto the the boot, you know, the metal boot that passes through the sheetrock. Um, and a lot of times people don't realize this, but as the air is moving through the duct, it will draw things into it if there's an opening in the ductwork. You, you you would think that the air just blows out of it, uh, but in, unless there's a uh, back pressure to push the air to back out of it, 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 if it's nice clean openings where the air is freely flowing, it'll actually draw air into it. Uh, uh, 
think about it like kind of like sandblasting. You know, the air goes through the the base there, and the sand is just being sucked in and taken along with the air. That's kind of what can happen with, especially with blown in insulation, uh, in a situation like this. So the first thing I would do is have the AC guys come out and follow the ductwork and check it out to see if it's got a a leak in it somewhere. Got an email from Don here. We are moving to Coleman, Texas. We have found a 1907 two-story home that meets our needs, but it needs the east side of the house leveled. And I'm inquiring if you know someone in that area close to Coleman that you trust that can adequately perform this I have listened to your show for many years and have spoken to you on the air a couple of times. Any suggestions? Sure. Give us a call. We go pretty much all over Texas. Uh, We have an 800 number, 1-800-458-2977. And uh, that will get you the, the due west office. And like I say, we go pretty much everywhere. So, yeah, we'll come out and take a look at it for you. Thanks for joining us for the super podcast of Texas Home Improvement. Jim has lots more on YouTube, on the TV show, and at THIPro.com. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.